You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. Welcome back, Mousecapades listeners. I'm here with Tim and Nick. And we're here with our new friend, Andrew. Andrew the cop, bad boys, what you gonna do? And he comes looking for you, right? So, you know, a few weeks ago, I put out um, a statement on one of our episodes saying, hey, if you're a police officer, uh, you know, doing a little rock and roll patrol with our podcast and it's a picture, text in. And I tell you what, guys, within hours, I tell you what, I, I woke up the next morning, here's a picture from this guy of his squad car, the Dash, uh, with the episode, the show that the episode was playing, and, and and the rear of the vehicle as well. I guess the the back. I don't know cages. I I don't know what that's called. You never been but in there. I, I have never. No. That I've, is good to know. I've never been there. Uh, but he had a lot of cool toys in the back. I saw those. Um, that's pretty neat. But uh, Andrew, my friend, thanks for all you do. You are a first responder. We appreciate everything you do putting your life on the line for for, for us so thank you so much yes appreciate I, that. I I'm not a problem. pray for uh the police officers every day because yeah. uh we actually have a couple colleagues that are married to police officers and we do so we um from ferguson flow yeah well yeah well, not anymore but now norman <laughs> now normandy right you remember you remember that a couple years ago right andrew who doesn't oh, yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> we watch, everyone watched that on the news uh, every single night it was, it was like watching the circus live on tv every night but uh so, yeah, thanks for everything you do, and it is so awesome that you, as a police officer, love Disney. I mean, uh, who would have thought, right? I guess police officers do as well, but, I mean... How, yeah, how, we're, we're humans, too. Yeah, yeah, okay, you're right. You're not robots. He, he, needs some happy t- he needs some happy in his life, too. I just I think of, like, you know, you know, police officer like Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? And then, like, going through Disney. You know, it's like, I don't know. Terminator. <laughs> right, the Terminator. But, uh... You just you just finished. So this is part of our trip review. You just finished a pretty awesome trip uh, down to Disney World, and you stayed at Animal Kingdom. Why don't you start there? Tell us how many nights, how many days, what type of uh, room did you have? Maybe even back up. I don't know if this is an annual thing that you do. Maybe you sat down with your family and discussed where you wanted to stay. Maybe even start there. Um, but just roll. Yeah, sure. So we, uh, for the past, I don't know, like five years or so, we've gone down every year. Um, and we kind of alternate. One year we'll usually go with my folks, and then the next year we'll go with my wife's folks. Just because, you know, it's a good family bonding experience, and then that way you have somebody to kind of push the kids off on if you want to go on a date night or something. Um, so we actually um, went back in June with my family. Uh, my sister is a kindergarten teacher. Um, so we're pretty limited there on options on when we can go. So we were looking at it and, um, 
we did some math. I, before I was a police officer, I was actually an accountant, so I, I like to run the numbers on lots of things. And uh, found out that it was actually cheaper to get the uh, like the modified annual pass. Um, so we went twice within a 365-day period. So the pass applied to both trips. Um, nice. So a, a couple of years back, we also got the the BBC. We bought points on the used market, so it was way cheaper. And then that allowed us to get the uh, the cheap season pass, where like it has some blackout dates and stuff. So we went from April 1st through the 8th, and April 8th was actually a blackout date, so we couldn't go on that day, which was kind of a bummer because that was the come see Pandora if you're a season pass holder thing. So we we missed that. We were down there and missed out on it. And it was it's pretty frustrating, but um, we stayed at Animal Kingdom this time because uh, we hadn't stayed there before, and we thought it would be you know. You got to stay there at least once, and it was uh, it was it was worth it. It was it was pretty awesome. We stayed in a two bedroom suite with my in laws, um, and and how was the theming inside the resort? Yeah, room? it was it was impeccable. Uh, there was uh, you know obviously Animal Kingdom's pretty heavy on the Lion King, so there was Lion King on the headboards, and there was Lion King tiles in the shower, and it was I mean that's the one thing Disney definitely does right is the theming is impeccable. Um, the drive is a little far for going to any park except for Animal Kingdom, um, but it was it was worth it. Um, and I'll, we can get into it later. But Boma, uh, oh my goodness, you haven't been there? It is delicious. It's, it's, it's some of the best food I've ever eaten. So, so Andrew, I've, I've got, got a question. The whole thing. Okay. Yeah, sorry, I've got a question for you. Did, so you rented DVC points for this trip? Well, kind of. We we bought DVC points, but you can buy them used. Um, so we actually own DVC points at Zero Beach, which we've never been to and never really plan on going to. Um, but they were the cheapest points that you could buy. Um, so basically the advantage of buying DVC points at, say, Animal Kingdom is you can make a reservation at Animal Kingdom before any other place, um, before it like, goes on the open market. Um, but you can still make a reservation anywhere you want. So we, we can't make an early reservation at Animal Kingdom. Um, but we still can make uh, a reservation at any of the DVC hotels. Um, and then buying them used, it was a lot cheaper. And at the time, you still got all the same perks. I think now if you buy them used, you don't get the like 20% off gift shop perks and some things like that. But, um, but yeah, you get so, that for the annual pass anyway. So. Yeah, so I was asking because I just got back yesterday from from visiting Disney World, and we're getting mm-hmm. ready to plan another trip for next February. And I was looking at DVC renting DVC points. Now I'm not a DVC member just yet, mm-hmm. but I was curious to see how easy that process was because, like you said, it really is cheaper if you're going to stay at some of these nicer deluxe hotels or resorts. Oh, oh, sure, definitely. All right, so when you when you rent points through DVC uh, or, or through one of the the you know secondhand brokers. Um, you're actually using somebody else's point. So they actually have to book the reservation for you. Um, so it really kind of locks it in. And it, it removes a lot of the flexibility. Um, but as long as you're certain on the days that you want to go, it's a pretty simple process. Um, they also have to do things like book your um, your Magical Express and things like that. However, um, you can do most of those through the website and don't actually have to, to call in. Um, but if you did have to call in for some reason, uh, unfortunately, they don't talk to you. They only talk to the, the DVC owner. So it could be complicated if something goes wrong, but um, everything went pretty smoothly when we did it. So. 
I was pretty pleased. So does that affect your dining at all? Well, so we, um, you know, being the, the accountant that I was, um, we don't do the dining plan because it's unless you eat a ton of food, it actually comes out to be cheaper um, not to do it. And what we usually do anyway is because all the DVC rooms have a little kitchenette, we eat breakfast. We bring a couple boxes. We have a luggage, a suitcase that's nothing but like non-perishable food items. And so we eat cereal every morning for breakfast uh, in our room. And then we'll usually pack one like back lunch a day. And we usually only eat out once a day when we're at Disney World to, uh, to save a little money there. So Okay, so yeah, explain that a little further. Because um, I know like when we go, we live and die by the Disney dining plan. Because I'll be honest, man, when I go down there, it's all about the atmosphere and the food for me. Um, it's glut- no, I'm a little gluttonous, I guess. <laughs> but... Um, so break that down for us. How much are how much are you saving specifically, and how much I, I guess would you think the average uh, guest would save? Because I know you being an accountant, you probably had these numbers locked in your head. <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, I, I don't. It, it's been a while. So the very first trip we went with, um, we went with my mom, and uh, I get all of those tendencies from her. So she's <laughs> she's way worse than I am, and had everything ridiculously mapped out. And and we went ahead and did the dining plan. Um, which I like because it's, it's stress-free. You pay for it up front. You don't have to worry about whipping out your checkbook or whatever. Oh, nobody uses a checkbook anymore. You have a card. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, magic, what planet are you on? <laughs> yeah, all, all, throughout the, uh, all throughout the trip. Because uh, you, you, you paid for it ahead of time. Um, but when I was you know, looking at it, we, we were really focusing on, well, let's leave at this restaurant because it's more expensive. And um, I, don't, I can't eat dessert at every meal. I can't right. eat you know, a three- or four-course meal. Um, so if you're not doing that, um, that's really the only way that you come out ahead paying for the dining plan. Now, with free dining, I haven't really ran those numbers because I never offered it at the times that I went. So, um, and then plus being DVC now, it doesn't, doesn't apply. Um, so I don't, I don't know the specific numbers, but in my mind, it can be worth it just for the, the ease of, I don't have to worry about it. I, I paid one lump sum for my vacation and it's all taken care of. Um, but it, it, the notice was, or the difference was noticeable uh, when I when I did okay. calculate it out. Unfortunately, I don't know what it is. And you're talking about a, a family of how many? Uh, five, yeah. So five, family my of wife, five. Okay. We have three kids. So. Well, and and I don't know if you noticed, but they did take. They don't have dessert at the meals this year. They took that out. They added a snack. Oh, did they? Yeah, they took that out and. Um, I thought it was either or, Vic. If you did, if you opted out of the dessert, you could have an extra. Snack credit. It reads on the website, it reads that you get two snacks a day. You can use one of those snacks if you choose to at one of your meals. But it used right. to be that quick serve okay. and table service both had a dessert, so you're which is overwhelming. you're using your snack credit, one of the two, yeah. for dessert then. Correct. Right. Well, okay. And what my kids ended up doing um, was sometimes they would use their dessert credit and they would get like a bagel or um, a Danish and, or a muffin and take it back to the room and save it for breakfast because um, he's right. I mean, it's insane. You, I mean, you know from doing it, but you, you've done quick serve more than table service, right? Um, actually, I've done table service more than I have quick serve. Oh, okay. So, anyway, sorry, Andrew. In, in, in your case, Andrew, uh, since I guess we are talking about dining, you went ahead and you just did one sit-down restaurant each day, right? Yeah. Okay. And you paid out of pocket for that? Yeah. Okay. So, man, how was the cost on that? Uh, well, 
I mean, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Obviously, Disney's more expensive than going to Applebee's. Um, right. <laughs> but, no two for twenty there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, uh, I honestly uh, try to forget about it and just collect the bill at the end. Sure. Um, which I mean, it was it was you know a bit of a bill, but it was worth. it. I mean, we all we all had fun. So. So, what restaurants did you stay at throughout the course of your week? Um, we had a Skipper Cantina the very first day we went there, and actually, um, we, while we were there, it was my mother-in-law's birthday. So on the first day, um, my wife and kids and I went to Magic Kingdom, and they actually went to the uh, the Luau at the Polynesian for her birthday. Um, and so I've, I've never been to that. They said it was was fun, um, but we went to Skipper Cantina, and I was actually I was kind of bummed because. My son is a more adventurous eater than, than some are. And last time we had been there, um, they had this really weird macaroni dish that he absolutely loved. Um, but I guess a lot of people complained about how weird the dishes were. And uh, they kind of normalized them to the chicken nuggets and regular macaroni and cheese and stuff. So they didn't have it anymore. Um, but it was it was interesting anyway. Well, that's um, right. You know, on Instagram. Disney is notorious for changing their menus all the time. Um, and what's up with Instagram? Oh, I was going to say, I, I posted a picture. I ordered the uh, the whole fried lionfish. I uh, saw that. Which, it, it actually, it was really super bony, and it tasted just like regular fish. Um, okay. But it was, you can't get it anywhere else, really, so it was it was an experience. They plucked it right there out of Jungle again, Cruise. So, sure, would, yeah. would you recommend, because I try to make my family try new places, and we went by there. They looked at the menu. Now, I think it was before they changed the menu that we – I think we reported on that right after we were at the trip. But um, so would you recommend that we go – my son's kind of picky. Yeah. I, we we liked it. Now, my wife loves puns and loves the Jungle Cruise. And that was the second time we've been there. And we were really hoping that the uh, the waitress or waiter would be a lot punnier and have a lot more jokes. And both times they're really disappointed. So – I think that's probably the last time we'll we'll go there. It wasn't bad. Uh, it's not the top of my list, though. Uh, right. Or, or as expensive as it is. Gotcha. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just so, so Dave and I have always thought it'd be funny if, in the middle of your you know lunch or dinner, you have all these tribesmen and just go running through with spears <laughs> and torches, <laughs> just running through like, like half naked with their like diapers on, and then like that's it, and then like an hour later you see it again. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're making your own you parade. Should, you should, you should <laughs> submit that one. <laughs> oh, he's got one every day. Anywho, so where else? Where else, Andrew? So, um, Skipper's Cantina. Yeah. So, um, on, on the second day, we actually we ended up. Um, my wife and I went to the uh, the premium outlet. Um, so we we can talk about that later. We we didn't actually eat out anywhere. Um, on Disney, um, but the day after that, we ate dinner at Boma, which is the uh, the buffet at Animal Kingdom. And uh, if, I, I can't even really explain why it was delicious, but it, it was amazing. Um, a lot of meat, a lot of vegetables kind of prepared in a way that I wouldn't typically prepare them. Um, and it was, like I said, it was, it was amazing. We were leery uh, with three kids of going to the, the table service restaurant they had there because you'd kind of be stuck with whatever you ordered um but this way the first trip through i just i literally went and got a tiny little spoonful of everything uh, just so i could taste it all and then uh and then and then kind of narrowed down what i liked the best and and got a little bit more but 
And they had some, you know, macaroni and cheese and chicken for the kids too if they were not feeling as adventurous. But it was it was expensive, but it was it was by far my, my favorite meal that I've had at Disney World so far. Did you get the grilled tomatoes? Oh yes, that was one of the amazing things. Oh yes, my gosh. Were we didn't we didn't eat dinner there. We ate breakfast, but it was equally as delicious in my opinion. My family I, like I said, my son's not quite as adventurous, so um, that was not on their top ten that they wanted to go back to. And did you say you've eaten there too, Tim? Because Tim's saying yummy when you were talking about the food. Oh, yeah. No, I agree 100%. Oh, yeah. It's delicious. Yeah, no, it was, it was so good. My in-laws went back, the uh, I think, the next morning by themselves and ate breakfast, ate breakfast there and kind of ditched whatever plates we had because it was that good. So, yeah, the next day we went to a sci-fi, sci-fi diner. Uh, my, my mother-in-law's... Uh, she's, she's always reading when she's not reading, she's watching the sci-fi channel. Um, so she really likes a lot of those, those old sci-fi things. So like, we can't go to Hollywood studio and not take her to the sci-fi driving. Um, so we went there and it, it didn't disappoint. Um, you know, there was, the atmosphere was kind of fun. It's not necessarily, you know, five star dining or anything, but it was, it was good. And, uh, and we, we enjoyed it. Did you get a steak? Um, I, well, so, I didn't. I got a hamburger, and then I later heard how amazing the steak was, and um, I really wish I would have Yes, one, it is. Um, so that place is, I love how chillax and chill that place is, how laid back, and the AC's nice. <laughs> and it's just, it's it, you know, the lights are dark, so it's a place just to, you know, oh, yeah. recharge no, after, your batteries. It's perfect. Yeah, no, definitely. After a, a long, hot day in the park, it's a, it's a nice place to kind of chill out for a minute. You yeah. should most definitely get the steak, that uh, breadhead steak. Well, we're usually there nine to ten days, and he always says that's the best steak. Yeah, the steak's great, and yeah. the uh, the shakes. Yeah, Joey, yeah. get oh, the yeah. shake. Yeah. yeah, we definitely had some shakes. They're delicious. Nice. Well, we were there just three days ago, and I'm on a special diet, so the, the chef came out. And he had, you know, he asked me some questions and made me a special meal. And it was, it was an amazing time. Even, I'm just on a high protein diet right now. But even just the turkey, the carved turkey, it was so delicious. (laughs) Tim's like, just, can you come home with me? Uh, Well, and they made Miles, uh, he's our, my seven year old son was with me. He was the, uh, the junior chef of the hour. And so it made it special for him. That's cool. Yeah, it was great. I love that place. Yeah, no, they, they definitely take care of you, for sure. All right, Andrew. So, uh, going, you know, from Hollywood Studios, um, I guess with going with this food theme, let's, let's go ahead and, and wrap that up and, and, uh, and you can start talking about, uh, experiences at the park. Yeah. So, uh, so the first day we went there, we did, um, it was kind of a half day. Our, our flight left at like six o'clock in the morning. Um, so uh, our, our, our airport set up a little nicer than a lot of other airports. So you really only have to get there an hour early to, to make sure you're there in, in plenty of time. But, um, that's still a really an early morning. And so, um, we got there and kind of, well, our, our room wasn't ready yet. So we dumped all our stuff off at the, uh, the little baggage guy at the front and went off to Magic Kingdom. And like I said, the in-laws went to the, uh, to the luau, um, and then so we went and immediately got our, our first of many Dole Whips, uh, to bring it back to food. That's, that's, that's kind of what we do. Um, and this, this trip, my son, every time we'd gone before, he'd always get those little, uh, sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom cards. Um, yes. So like, we're, we're at Disney World and there's so many things to do. Like, I don't understand what this is, son. Sorry. You can collect the cards. We're not going to go, 
you know, figure out how to do it. But this time, I was like, hey, you've been asking for like the past four trips that we've been. Um, let's let's go figure this out. So he and I went off and he figured out how to do the cards. And, and that, it, actually, while we were there, there was um, some Facebook group that was there. They were uh, the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom Rebel Alliance. <laughs> and they like have they had, rebel wise. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure that's a, their Facebook group name. Um, they were there at the uh, at one of the little stations, and they had a a table set up, and they were passing out like little card holders, and they did get some better cards to uh, and like they just they taught them how to play and how to do some cool stuff, and so that was that was really neat. How awesome! So then we went around that? doing that for a while, and and uh, and had had a lot of fun. So it was it was a blast doing that part. The games, those little games that were fun. You know, my, my son and I did, did the, uh, a couple of them last year. And, you know, when, you, when you've gone a few times or even, even a handful of times, and you've pretty much have done the majority of what Disney has to offer. Now, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying here I've done it all. But you want to switch it up every now and then and, and do things like yeah. that. Yeah, that's kind of what this, this trip was about. My, my, Like I said, my mom, when we go with them, is very regimented, very, this is our plan, this is what we're doing. Um, this trip was kind of for us all about, hey, Let's slow down. Let's do some kind of the more obscure things that we haven't done before and, and try some of that stuff out to see, you know, the, the lesser known side of Disney World. So it, it definitely paid off. It was. Did you get a, a chance to go on the, the, the treasure hunt with the Pirates of the Caribbean? Uh, we, we didn't do that just because while we were at Magic Kingdom, it was, it was all about the sorcerer cards. See, right. My, my son used to collect Pokemon cards and has no idea how to play the game, but he loves collecting little cards. So. It, uh, it combined video games and collecting cards, so he was he was in. That was is he in second grade? Uh, he's in third grade. Oh okay. well, close enough. There That's what my second yeah. graders yeah. are like obsessed with Pokemon. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. So Tim and I have pretty much every sorcerer's card available, and he even has this like case that looks like an old ancient wizard book, and we have no idea how to play the game. <laughs> Well, I picked up some cards yeah. a couple days, uh, what, Saturday, I guess, I picked a bunch of cards up, and my seven-year-old, he was like, yeah, I don't want to do this. So I said, okay, <laughs> I'll take your cards. <laughs> yeah. So I stole his cards. Oh, sure. Well, that's, we had we had a group of seven, and my son was really the only one that wanted the cards, so <laughs> he got a lot of cards this trip. Nice. That's awesome. Um, but the thing that I learned that I didn't realize, realize before was they gave me, like, you know, like, like baseball cards, and you get those, like, like three ring binder sheets that hold nine cards. So like that group was passing out those little three ring binder sheets. And so like you can use nine cards at once to do whatever spells or whatever you're doing. So, Oh, so he was, he what? was doing that. It was, it was fun. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. So now yeah, you know so what these two are going to be doing in June. That's they're, right. They're going to, they're going <laughs> to dump Aaron off at the uh, resort. And what, who's going with you? Oh, your oldest Eli. son. Yeah, Eli. Eli. So, yeah, those poor people are going to have to go back to the room, and these two are going <laughs> to be playing this game. <laughs> All right, so that's awesome. So you had an opportunity to put, you know, like you said, the, the obscure things that Disney has to offer, which, you know, getting off, getting on the unbeaten path for a change, that's great. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I would like to try this next go-around, too, with some stuff that's on the, un, you know, on the off-beaten path. But what else, man? So you're there at the Magic Kingdom. You're playing the Sorcerers of the Mickey game or Magic Kingdom. You run into that group, that Facebook group. Uh, where else did you stop off? Stop off at? Yeah, so we uh, we had a, a minute to kill before our our uh, fast pass was kind of kicked in. So we went to the the Tiki Room um, after we got our door with. Um, and I, I have no idea why my kids love the Tiki Room, but they do. Um, I mean, it's it is what it is. There's no nostalgia to it. 
Uh, they just, the first time they went, they loved it, and they sing the song all day long. So I, I don't understand why they do, but uh, so we went to that. Um, and then our both my daughters, um, one just turned four, and the other one is um, about to be six. They are both right at the 44-inch mark, um, so that, that kind of opened a lot of doors for us on this trip that they got to do things they hadn't done before. So my middle daughter wanted to ride Space Mountain, uh, so we got to ride that. And the, the picture from the, the photo booth is, is pretty hilarious. She's like hunched over, holding on for dear life, the lack of restraint, like looking straight down at her feet. Um, <laughs> not that you can see anything in Space Mountain anyway, but she has no idea what happened on that ride and doesn't really have an interest <laughs> in ever riding it again, I don't think. But, uh, but that was that was a milestone we had had that day. It was, that was kind of fun. I won't even um, go on that ride, Andrew. I oh, am on, terrified of roller, co- roller coasters in the dark. Did, so did yeah. you buy her a pin? That's like a tradition in our family. If you ride something, then we buy you the pin that goes with it. Just so you can say she rode it. I'd rather have a churro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's That's back true. to the food again. Uh, don't wet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we didn't buy a pin, um, but, but we do. Since we have annual passes, we, we get the pictures. So uh, we, we have the picture to forever commemorate uh, that little... <laughs> That little incident. You um, can use it in a wedding video. Went, <laughs> yeah. No, like three years ago, I'm I'm six one, almost six two, um, and I was riding Space Mountain. Um, it was the very first time we had gone back since I was a kid. Um, so I don't know, like four or five years ago or so. And uh, it was a roller coaster, right? So you stick your hands up in the air and you go woo and you yell. And uh, my hand hit part of the apparatus, like oh, part no. of the thing, and like it didn't like hurt, but it. It scared the heck out of me. I'm like, oh, if my hand hits that, what else is my hand going to hit? So no more uh, no more sticking my hands up in the air on Space Mountain for me. So. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, I might was, try that. No. It was, it was, I could no, become DVC. It, <laughs> it, <was just, laughs> it was just my fingertip. It kind of smacked something. And I was like, oh, that's, I don't like that. I don't, no. I not that was. I'm that. Not You're that crazy. Not at all, Andrew. Wow, that's scary. So. I don't really know specifically what else we did that day. We uh, we had a really long day, so we kind of cut out early. Didn't stay for the fireworks or anything because we were exhausted from from traveling. So so we went back and we went to Magic Kingdom again the next day. And uh, and kind of our our plan of attack, like I said, we have three kids. Um, but even if I didn't have kids, we kind of go from the approach of unless we're eating breakfast somewhere, we have breakfast in our hotel room that morning. And then we usually get to the park at, at road drop or very soon after. Um, and then we'll stay till noon or two or so. And then we, we have to go back to the hotel and, and take a break. Cause we, we, we just can't, we can't go that long. We'll have meltdowns and tantrums and it just, it, it won't work. We've, we've tried and it, it ended in flames. It's the same um, way so, when they're teenagers. I got news for you. So my kids want to nap. Time, I, sometimes I'm the person having the meltdown. <laughs> I don't think it'll ever. I don't think it'll ever end. It's just, you need to go back to the hotel. You need to have uh, a break. And especially if you're doing a DVC hotel, then, I mean, obviously, it's, we stayed at Pop Century previously. And, I mean, even at Pop Century, there's a lot to do. So I want to uh, take advantage of, of that as well. So we'll go back and we'll swim or we'll just take a nap or whatever and then kind of come back and, and hit it at night. So, so you the know, next day we went. Go oh, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead, Andrew. No, we went back and we uh, we went. We had a fast pass for Seven Doors Mine Train, so we kind of bypassed that and did some of the other. Um, we went on Pirates and 
I think that was the day we might have done Peter Pan and um, and then we did Splash Mountain a couple times that day because we're we're big Splash Mountain fans. Yes, um, my favorite ride. Yeah, same here. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's it's well worth it. Never never seen uh, the Song of the South movie, so I don't really understand some of the stuff that goes on. But it's uh, it's it's my son's. I think it's his favorite ride. He loves to sing the annoying song and. It's, it's just a right uh, Well, you know, the ride, the way uh, it is, you know, I'm sure you listened to Dave's episode with Big uh, Big Thunder Mountain and the Mesa ride. Big Thunder Mesa. Uh, Big Thunder Mesa and yeah. Big, Th- Big Thunder yeah. Mountain came out of it. Correct. But there were multiple rides that kind of morphed into that ride. It's the way the craziness of that ride is. Right. It was just a hodgepodge of, of crap. Yeah. You know, yeah. Re- recycled animatronics and stuff. Ideas. Right. Um, but but I love it, you know, love it the same, man. It's a great ride. Yeah, it is. It's, and I want to I want to go back to the the annoying comic. As she found it kind of offended by that. <laughs> My kids have a Disney CD it's that okay. has that song on it. I'm sorry. And it's not annoying until you get to like the six thousandth time you've heard it. Oh, I know. Road trip. That's how and, I was in then, Barney. But you probably don't have to endure Barney because he's pretty much oh, out no, the window. We're, yeah, we're 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 not a, a Barney fan. I think he he's kind of gone, right? Yeah, he is. But anyway, I wasn't offended. I just, I don't know. I just have fond (laughs) memories of my grandmother taking me to see Song of the South, and I guess that's why that movie and that ride, although I just wrote it for the first time at Christmas, is so dear to my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Have you not written it before? Knocking futs, right? Well, my husband doesn't like to get wet, and neither do I, and so... um, So my kids would ride it, and they would tell me all about it, and so they're like, you have to ride it. So Christmas Day, I rode it for the first time. So my new tradition is that that's the last ride that I go on at, you know, to end my trip. And so Saturday night, Miles and I got on that thing, and for the first time ever, I got drenched. <laughs> Wettest I've ever you been. You should have took a picture. Head to toe. Oh, I've got a picture. I am <laughs> soaking well, You guys that were talking about the, the level of water and like the reservoir depends on how wet you get? Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd, I'd never heard that before. That makes complete sense. Yeah. Because there's been a lot of times I wrote it, and it's oh, like so. I grew up in Springfield, Missouri, so uh, we always had season passes to go to Silver Dollar City. Of course, and, that's uh, awesome. Like yeah. you, you'd ride Lost River, and and sometimes you get like a splash, and sometimes you get soaking wet. And I'd never gotten soaking wet on Splash Mountain before, um, except for this time. It was it was overcast most of the days that we were there, and it was so it was kind of it was cooler and. Um, my father-in-law sat in the very front row with my son and got absolutely soaked. And then he was kind of grumpy the rest of the day. And we just made fun. <laughs> See? And that's, why, and, and that's why you let the kids ride and you make your husband happy. It's funny to laugh at the people that are soaked. If it was you, on yeah. the other hand, then you'd be grumpy. Oh, somebody stopped me and they asked me. They're like, hey, you know, because this was late at night. It was like 10 o'clock. They're like, did you just come off that ride and you're that wet? And the funny thing is, I was sitting in the very back. I was in the oh back. Oh my gosh! It was one of those blasters. Uh, you know, when you cut right in front of the the big hill, right. it just shot right in my face. So Andrew, yeah, if you've listened to the show before, um, go back to some of our very first episodes. It's called Doug Lando. I don't know if you've listened to that one. It was like episodes uh, maybe six or seven. So Dave, his cousin, works down there, and you know, so the story goes. You know, he talks about. Uh, the water reservoir with uh, that ride specifically and how he's in charge of pretty much all plumbing at Disney World. If it deals with a pipe, he's the guy in charge. And he, a little, you know, tip that he told Dave, hey, don't go on that ride February, March, because it's you're going to get soaked. 
Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. So uh, the rest of that day, we just did some, you know, typical Magic Kingdom stuff. Nothing really uh, stands out. We, you know, did Enchanted Tales with Belle. Enchanted Tales with Belle. That's hard to say. Um, you know, the, my, my girls love doing that. And then that afternoon, we let the kids stay with Nana and Papa at the hotel. And uh, my wife and I took an Uber over to the premium outlet, uh, which we had done the year before. And we found out there's a... Well, it all started because it was a Lululemon outlet there, and my wife, for whatever reason, loves hundred-dollar yoga pants, and I don't understand that. Um, but I'm, I'm much, what? I'm much more likely, I'm much more likely to bear, buy her a pair of thirty-dollar yoga pants at the outlet than I am, you know, at the uh, at the real store here in town. Uh, so, are they going to last a hundred years? No, I say hundred years. I'm a hundred dollars. No, no, no. I go. They, they better last a oh, hundred yeah. yeah, years yeah, no. for a hundred-dollar yoga yeah. pants, pair of pants. What store? No what idea. store is this? Sorry, I have to know. Uh, it's Lululemon. They sell, like, athletic clothes. Maybe I'm wow. out of touch, though, with yoga. I don't know. Yeah, what? no, it's, it's stupid expensive, and I don't understand. Well, even even then, a side note, I once took a, a sex report at the mall at a lady footlocker, and a lady stole, like, 11 pairs of yoga pants, and it was a felony because it, it cost so much money because it was over, oh like, $1,500. <laughs> I was like, that is, like, that's... I never would have thought that, you know, 11 pairs of yoga pants could have been a felony, but it was. That's craziness. But, yeah, so I don't understand. They're not special. They look just like $30 Target yoga pants. So did you guys get to go to, like, a romantic dinner since after you uh, took her to get her yoga pants? Uh, No, we actually, well, this this year we went and uh, there's a Kate Spade outlet there, too. So, unfortunately, I spent (laughs) most of my money. I think I I I spent more money on the outlet than I did at Disney. That's yeah, why he no, saves on the dining. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He doesn't get but to like, eat. <laughs> the, the entire... No, I'm pretty sure I had, like, Chinese food court food. I, like, it was nothing fancy. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. But, but, every, but everything at Kate Spade was 70% off, and I, I don't know. That was... She was freaking out. And, <laughs> so she got she got a new purse. But the entire reason we went there was because this time is because they have a Disney outlet there. Yeah. And, um, and so, like... I don't know about you guys, but there's always relatives and stuff. Like, we always get gifts for the people who, like, watch our dog and, and things like that. And so, like, I, bought, I bought a bunch of mugs that, you know, on our last trip, they were selling at the park. And they're, like, three bucks per coffee mug. Oh, uh, so, we got we got most of our souvenirs there. Because it's all stuff from the park. Some of it's from Disneyland. Um, but it's all, like, authentic park stuff. Like, I got my dad a, Shut the a, door. a Star Wars shirt. Um, and it was like $12 and literally when we had been there the time before he was looking at it and it was like a $30 shirt. So, so we go there and stock up on our souvenirs for everybody and we just don't tell them we got it out. So hopefully nobody's listening to this that I bought a souvenir <laughs> for. Yeah, don't but, tell them you're on there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but we paid significantly less for them than we, uh, we would have otherwise. Um, and so that's, that's well worth, you know, the, the $6 Uber trip it costs to get over there. So. Wow, I, I mean, I've, I had heard that before, Andrew, but that, that that's huge. That's awesome. So you're talking like mugs, seriously, like six bucks? Yeah, like, I, like last year, I bought a Kylo Ren mug for a dollar. Wow, the same one you, you yeah. see in the park? Yeah, like it's, it's one from the park. Oh and gosh. it was, like I said, and now you, you got to be kind of selective. There's not always awesome stuff, but there's always been mugs there that have been, you know, just a couple bucks. And they had some nicer ones for like six dollars. That's but, awesome. But uh, I mean... They're like twelve to twenty dollars if you buy them at, at the park. So sure, well, well worth the trip. Sure, 
So, um, what are some takeaways from your trip? Yeah, so, um, another thing that we, we got to do that I uh, kind of want to talk about off the beaten path was we did the, the Easter egg hunt. Oh, sure. Uh, we, 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 were, we were there the, the week before Easter, so it was fun. It was like, I don't, I don't remember, it's like seven bucks or something like that uh, per kid, and they give you a sheet. And you, you got to go all around Epcot and, and find the Easter egg. Um, and that kind of forced me. I realized there was a lot of Epcot that even after going so many times, like there were places, like I'd never seen the waterfall way back in the back of Canada. Before. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, and so like, I was like, I didn't even know this was here, but I had to go there to find the Easter egg. So, uh, it was, it was really neat. So we got to do that. And then, um, after a while, we'd always, we'd ask the cast members, uh, for a hint on where it was, because I just didn't want to wander around forever. Um, and then, and then, so after like the third one, I was like, "Hey, I bet they have this online somewhere." So I looked it up and just started giving the kids my own clues. But, uh, but it was it was fun. Um, but I mean, it's still and it, you know, the kids loved it. And then we would go to a different country, and my wife and her mom would go look in the gift shop and do whatever. And me and the kids would wander around and try to find the Easter egg. So it was a, a nice way to, to occupy the time. So they, they enjoyed it a lot. That's really fun. Well, I reported on that. I know Easter was over when I reported that the Easter Bunny and his wife were there, but that's cool that somebody actually got to do it. Well, and they still have it going yeah. on. Right. Yeah, they're doing it through, I think, the end of May, actually. Oh, that's awesome. So. Pretty cool. So takeaways, man. Looking yep. back on the trip, uh, things you would have done different. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. I would have done anything different. I just go again next time and, and, and catch it on, on next year's trip. Um, like I said, the, the bricks are, uh, are really important to us. I, I like it this time. We spent a lot more time at a, at the hotel and just kind of hung out. And one of the biggest things that kind of helped me get through everything was, uh, I, like one morning, like we, we went to Hollywood studio one day and, my daughter was too young last year to do the Jedi training. So we went straight and got in line for Jedi training. And then we went throughout the day and our time came up to go do the show. And my daughter was like, I, I want to go back to the hotel. I don't yeah. want to do Jedi training. Yeah. And so it was, and so like, I of course was frustrated in my head because like, oh, we could have done Toy Story Mania another time. So that's like my favorite ride. Um, or, or we could have done this or that instead of wasting time to, to do that. But like, if you just go with the flow, don't be too worked up about your plans and be flexible and able to change it. And, you know, it's, it's the happiest place on earth. So how can you, how can you get upset? So that's right. That's the attitude I try to have and it, it works pretty well for us. <laughs> Do you have the Nintendo game? Cause I know it's not exactly the ride, but I, it does get me through from year to year. The Toy Story Midway Mania game. Oh, no, I didn't know there was one. Yes, there is one. Um, I and, didn't either. And I, yeah, my kids and I, we compete during the year. Not as much now because yeah. they're getting older, but hmm. that when they were younger, they they would hmm. appease me and go down there. Now I go down and play by myself. What is this, like on uh, Xbox or something? It's on Nintendo. So, Andrew, you know, that... That sucks, dude. That your daughter didn't want to didn't want to do that because Nick can relate. Being, being a Star Wars freak that I am, I don't, if I was in your shoes, buddy, I, I would be so heated. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Wait, wait, what, what are you going to do? Force her to do it? That's no, no, it. obviously <laughs> not. No, obviously not. I wouldn't even force my own child. But being the Star Wars fan, you know that, that we are. I could definitely just see myself like, oh, really, Colin? You know, really? You know, because yeah. you do. You wait all day. You wait all yeah. day. Oh, I, I, I tried to talk her into it, and it, it, it wasn't going. So, 
when we were down there the other day, Miles had been talking about wanting to do right. it. And we got over there in plenty of time. We were there for rope drop, everything. And we get over there, and he goes, you know, I don't want to do it. <laughs> was this after you signed up? No, we, we, were, we were getting in line to do it, That's to sign up. The theater. And uh, so a couple hours go by, and we're standing in line to meet Chippendale. And Lady he, Miles was talking about it. He said, well, let's go over there, and let's, let's go ahead and sign up. And she said, yeah, you know, we've got a lot more spots. I just came over there from there. We walked over there, and there was like four people in line. He said, no, nah, you know what? I just don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> and so, like you, Nick, I was like, okay, I was about to strangle this kid because you know he kept changing. There back are a lot and of forth. people that don't even get the opportunity to do it, right? And we, here we here it was. We right. had the chance to do it, and he just he loved Star Wars too. He just for whatever reason decided he didn't. See want to do what it. I did this year, Andrew, because um, Colin last time we did it, it was so late in the day because uh, we you know we we got that rope drop and rushed over there as everyone else was running, but. I set a, and you probably heard this from another episode, I set a breakfast ADR in the morning so I could get over there before the park opens to try to sign him up to get him in early morning, uh, which hopefully that, that will work out. Did you get a chance to see Kylo Ren at all or uh, yeah, Chewbacca? Well, so, so we went down in June, we met Kylo Ren and Chewbacca, and this time we just did Kylo Ren. Um, and so, uh, well, we'll go back to the, the last trip I went on while I was at uh, that outlet for like, Ten dollars. I bought a shirt. It's a T-shirt that looks like Han Solo, so it's kind of a costume, but really just a T-shirt. Um, so I, I wore that on my my Star Wars park day, and so Kylo Red really played off of that. I, I, have you have you guys met him before? Okay, so I have, and it's a pretty cool experience meeting Kylo Ren. Yeah, no, and, and I realize that the uh, the phrases that he says says are all um, pre-recorded, whatever you know, like pre pre pre-programmed, um, but they're like I guess he has so many of them that they're all. Like my son had a a stormtrooper shirt on, and so just the the way he was kind of feeding off of of my son and the phrases that, and he turned to me and he's like, "But you, you know, I'm yeah. I've got my eye on you." It was uh, it was it was enjoyable. And my kid, you know, who's almost nine, thought it was hilarious. So. That's awesome. I know my kid. He he he's a Star Wars freak, and he. Uh, idolizes Kylo Ren, but when he met him for the first time, he was intimidated. That's how because, Miles oh, was the other day. Oh, yeah, oh, man. Yeah. It's super intimidating. My, my son kind of has a streak of shine in him, too, so he he just kind of blush and would like, walk around and stand behind me and my wife, and just Kylo Ren would follow him, and he'd walk in circles, but it was, it awesome. was pretty funny. So, um, Chewbacca, is he, like, hu- hugging a teddy bear? Oh, yeah, well, especially, he had a, well, like, the week of this time, we went last time, and it was with my sister, and um, my sister's son has a service dog and um and so the service dog went in there with us and well first of all i was dressed in my han solo shirt so he gave me lots of hugs and was very excited <laughs> that's me, awesome his, his long lost buddy <laughs> um like, like he was, the way he interacted with the service dog was I mean, it was pretty funny like even the cast members were taking pictures of chewbacca petting the dog and it was it was pretty exciting so speaking of dogs okay Put put service dogs aside. Did you see any people with toy dogs? <laughs> he no, means no, like the little I, chihuahuas and the baby poodles. That's what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, I I did not see any of them. I also <laughs> wasn't really wasn't really looking for them. But uh, well, I'm I, sure I, I, they, don't really I saw any dogs on this trip. Because Tim, a couple no times, monkeys. a few a few a few trips ago, you ran into a few individuals that I had the, the little toy stress dogs. Yeah, it seems like every time I go down there, I, I see four or five of them. Right. Must be you. 
They're attracted to me. I don't know. They are. <laughs> Maybe I smell. <laughs> well, it sounds like, Andrew, you, ha- you had a great time. Before we wrap it up here, buddy, uh, anything else that you'd like to tell the listener as far as uh, do's and don'ts? Or uh, um, things that – I know you said you you know there's really nothing you would do differently. But uh, any any tips or tricks that you can – uh, say to some of our listeners that are that are listening. Uh, yeah. Sorry, my kids are. Hey, it's fine, man. There's, there's a, there's They're a, part of the podcast now. In the room. Yeah. I'm gonna kill a spider real quick. All right. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, you get him. Yeah. yeah. No. So, um, I I would advise um, if if you're new to the planning, um, make sure you have at least somewhat of a plan because uh, that's very it's very crucial to. Uh, not having a miserable time and then do a couple more days when you think you want to because every time when it's when like last time we stayed for 10 days and even after 10 days but like, oh, i really wish i could stay just a couple more days yeah. um it, it gets expensive but it's it's worth it in my opinion yeah. it's so worth it isn't it Andrew? i agree because nick always yeah, gives me a hard time every time for going nine or ten days but it's our one family trip a year right. and my kids are getting older and I just don't know how much longer they're going to want to hang out with mom and dad, even though they right. both say, we're going to get married and go with you. We'll see how that goes. Well, as long as you're paying yeah, for well, it, they're going to go. <laughs> well, no joke. Yeah, I'll, I'll come too if you want Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm your son yeah, now. I was going to say, Nick always says, I- I'm your brother, right? right. <laughs> well, Andrew, thank you for coming on, buddy. Um, we would love to have you on again sometime. Uh, listeners, thanks for listening to that number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mouse Pates podcast. Hey, listeners, don't forget to check out our sister site at themagicalmouse.com and also check out our radio Go at our radio site. Go ahead and, and type in mousepacepodcast.com. It's on the right-hand side playing some authentic Disney World and Disneyland music. Speaking of, Andrew, have you gotten a chance to listen to it, and do you like it? Oh, I, I listen to it once in a while. I uh, I am a newly appointed field training officer, so Ooh, I try not to listen to. I try not to listen to all my Disney stuff when I got a training with me. <laughs> no, so I, I understand. I can't I can't lose all my street cred. Um, but, but when I'm when I'm by myself, which I haven't been in months, I I, uh, I like to listen to all of it. So. That is awesome, brother. We appreciate it, man. Thanks again for coming on. Have a good one. Hey, listeners, I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. Hakuna Matata. Have a magical day, my friends. Tuppence for paper and strings. You can have your own set of wings. With your feet on the ground, you're a bird in flight. With your fist holding tight to the string of your kite. Oh, let's go. Fly a kite up to the highest height. Let's go fly a kite and send it soaring up through the atmosphere, up where the air is clear. Oh, let's go fly a kite. Kite needs a proper tail, don't you think? That's what I said, sir. Go fly a kite. No, sir, no. I, I don't mean you personally. Let's go fly a kite up to the highest kite. Let's go fly a kite and send it soaring up through the atmosphere. Up where the air is clear, oh, let's go by a
send it flying up there All at once you're lighter than air You can dance on the breeze over houses and trees With your fist and tight to the string of your kite So sorry, sir. Oh, no nonsense. Nothing to be sorry about. Never seen him happier in his life. He left an opening for a new partner. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much indeed, sir. been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast, brought to you by our friends at themagicalmouse.com. Be our guest, put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at mousecapadespodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.